Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. It's Wednesday. It is Wednesday. September 21, the year of our Lord, 2022. I got a question for you. And you are listening to Text Talk. What's your question, Edwin? In Tanzania, Tanzania, which, but by the way, did they ever figure, did they tell you how to pronounce it? You will hear the same thing. Hello, say it about three different ways in one conversation. Okay, all right. So, in one, that of the, place. one of my big takeaways, I think, from this this journey there was just to remember that Africa is a continent. There's so many different nations on that continent, right? And so, uh, you know, don't overgeneralize. Good point. I was in Tanzania. Very good. And uh, and even there, um, we went to a couple different locations. It involved an airplane ride. It's a big country. Okay. Okay. I could either take a bus ride and given the road and the traffic, it would take somewhere eight to 12 hours to drive there. Yuck. Uh, eight hours on the on the friendly end. Or I could hop an airplane, uh, which is what we did. Smallest airplane I've ever ridden in my life. I mean, small. Like, I started laughing when I saw this airplane. Like, did they have to distribute you guys? You sit here, you sit here, otherwise this plane will fall out I mean, of the there, sky. there was that kind of thing going on. Yeah. And uh, when we landed, <laughs> the pilot turns off the engines. You know, it's, I'm sorry, did I say engines? Turned off the engine. <laughs> there was that propeller in the front. And uh, he goes, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't speak English, but that translated. That translated. You knew what that meant. You I knew didn't what know meant, what that meant. Let me tell you, flying through clouds in that little plane. <laughs> There, there is turbulence, my friends. Wow. The big jets can blast through that, but it was a rocking and rolling ride. Well, I know we can tell stories about that. I've got my <laughs> own small plane stories, but my question actually wasn't about the pronunciation. Oh, I did want to know. Here it is, Wednesday. Yeah. Did you take your Wednesday socks on this trip? I, you know what? I didn't. I was afraid I might lose them. Okay. I took some other socks that were more like hiking socks. Okay. And uh, went a little better because we were on our feet a lot. All right, good. I just wanted to make sure you still had your Wednesday socks. Yes. That's great. Okay, now, important stuff. Let's get to Psalm 56. (laughs) Psalm 56. I'm going to read from the Christian Standard Bible today, Psalm 56, for the choir director, according to A Silent Dove Far Away. I mean, that could be a modern song right there, A Silent Dove Far Away. Mm -hmm. This is what it sounds like when doves are far away. For the choir director, according to A Silent Dove Far Away, a Davidic miktam, when the Philistines seized him in Gath. Be gracious to me, God, for man tramples me. He fights and oppresses me all day long. My adversaries trample me all day, for many arrogantly fight against me. When I am afraid, I will trust in you. In God, whose word I praise, in God I trust. I will not fear. What can man do to me? They twist my words all day long. All their thoughts are against me for evil. They stir up strife. They lurk. They watch my steps while they wait to take my life. Will they escape in spite of such sin? God, bring down the nations in wrath. You yourself have recorded my wanderings. Put my tears in your bottle. Are they not in your records? Then my enemies will retreat on the day when I call. This I know. God is for me. In God, whose word I praise, in the Lord, whose word I praise, in God I trust, I will not fear. What can man do to me? 
I am obligated by vows to you, God. I will make my thank offerings to you, for you delivered me from death, even my feet from stumbling, to walk before God in the light of life. Mm. That's beautiful in that translation also. Every time we read it, this psalm is just becoming a little bit more important to me, a little bit more meaningful. I'm glad we get to read this every day. I know here on Wednesday, I hope folks are... Thinking on the side, I know we don't cover this in each of our conversations, but our paths of righteousness today is a day of trust. Mm. Thinking about what we can find well, to trust a, God. In there's our... a lot about that in this psalm. Absolutely. Know? Trusting the Lord and trusting in his word. Absolutely. Praising the Lord, praising his word. Smack in the middle of this psalm, he's got a question. Okay. A, and each of our translations, I believe, have presented it as a question. Will they escape? Here in the CSB, it's will they escape you're, in um, spite of such sin? I'm talking about verse, verse 7. seven. Verse, seven. verse 7. Okay. Yeah, what did, what did the New King James say there? Shall they escape by iniquity and anger cast down the peoples, O God? So in the ESV, it was for their crime. Will they escape? Hmm. And the again, David has this question, God, are you going to let this happen again? Yeah. Well, they with, escape. One of the problems, of course, anytime you're dealing with poetry, words get used in different ways, and sometimes grammar gets messed with a little bit. So there's always a little bit of a struggle in the Psalms with regarding interpretation and translation. So I know folks have some translational questions about different parts of the psalm, but pretty consistently folks see here a question. Are they going to escape? You got that God, question. you going to let them get away with they this? They got that question, and then the answer, at least the way it comes across in the New King James, is almost a, almost an imprecation, because he's saying, in anger cast down the peoples, oh God. And of course, the, the peoples is going to be the shorthand for Gentiles or the nations, the Philistines. Sure. Right? He's in their hands right now. Uh, and it, it's really something, don't just cast them down, but in anger, cast them down. In your wrath. Well, yeah, we recall. Which is t- terrifying to think about being in the hands of the wrath of God. All of the, well, most of the Psalms, but especially these in this little collection that we've recognized here, really connect back to the name of God. Mm-hmm. We're really going to see it in Psalm 57 especially, but one of, one of the parts of the name that gives us the trouble is, I will by no means clear the guilty. Right. We struggle with that because we're thinking about, well, how can how can I know that I'll be the one that he's, whose sins he forgives? Because that's also part of the name, who right. forgives iniquity and transgression and sin. But but I'm one of the guilty ones. I think what we see in so many of the Psalms is, is how to understand the distinction. Mm-hmm. You have the folks like David who have turned to God, and God has removed their guilt. Yeah, they ultimately we know through Jesus he's going to atone for them and that guilt is going to be gone. There yes. are those who continue in sin and God will not clear the guilty. That's a part of his name. And through these Psalms, as we face these enemies, mm-hmm. I do believe we gain comfort in that part of God's name. Yeah, They will not. Will they escape? No, they will not escape. They will not get away with this. Those who, who push back on God, those who are enemies of God's people, mm-hmm. if they do not repent, if they do not switch sides, if they don't turn and give allegiance, if they don't, as Psalm 2 said, kiss the son on the way, then God will judge. Mm -hmm. He will cast down. He does not clear the guilty. And I can take as much comfort in that side of the name as I can on the fact that he will forgive iniquity and transgression and sin for those who enter his covenant, for those who are part of his covenant and give their allegiance in covenant to him. And of course, for us, through Jesus Christ. You know, uh, what you bring up there, I think, ma- makes a, a really great point, the the wondering, well, which side of this will I be on? And and the encouragement is, 
trust God, trust that he will do what he says. So trust him to follow him and you'll be on the side where he forgives and where he forgives in Christ and where he delivers. Which David says multiple times in this psalm. Yes. Trust God. Trust yes. him. Trust his word. And trust so, his promises. You know, the, the, to try to remove the doubt, I mean, we, we may wonder about, well, what would men do next? Uh, but we can have confidence in God what he will do. He will do the right thing and he will do according to his word. He is sure. I want to share something with you from this psalm. This is something I noticed. Mm -hmm. I could be completely wrong about this structure. I don't want to be dogmatic about this structure. There's no commentary that I've read. Well, listen, it's okay if you are wrong. We'll just make an outtake out of it. Let's do that. (laughs) Like we did on you yesterday. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like that. (laughs) By the way, for those who worried, he did not, I did not cut out any false teaching by Andrew yesterday. No, he leaves it all That was a straight up, (laughs) just a straight up outtake joke. Anyway... Here, I, I see this, I see a structure. Now, most most of the commentaries that I read see like two verses and two mm-hmm. choruses and then kind of attack on at the end. But when I saw verse 4 and verse 10 in that repetition and what's surrounding them not being of equal length, my mind didn't initially go to, oh, there's the two chorus. verses here with mm-hmm. a refrain. It looked to me like, well, I wonder if I see other connections that make this a chiasm. Mm-hmm. I, I may be becoming one of those chiasm hunters. Yes. Those in, those guys who hunt for inverted parallelism. I, I may be seeing that. Mm-hmm. Here, here's what I see. Now, this is going to be hard because, of course, we don't have video, and, and we're not going to have video. Well, so not this year. I can't show it. This year, maybe a microphone. But let me, let me just. <laughs> but one day. Let me just point out. Um, you know, I, I'm sure you're aware, Andrew, but in case you're not, we actually have written devotions that go along with this. Yeah. And you can go to the show notes and find a link to the written devotion that goes along with this where I actually type out the structure. Yeah. But I'm going to try to verbalize it right now, which will be really hard. Well, I think, I think for our listeners, though, this is a good one to plug the show notes. Follow the link because when you see it, yes. you're know, like, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, that's really what makes a chiasm, I think, work. And while you're going through all of that, remember to rate and review. Absolutely. <laughs> and share it with a friend. Share it with a friend. So but, here's what I said. But, say. you know, one of the things I love about text talk before you do this, though, is sometimes we do get these little extra nuggets about Bible study and we go a layer deeper. Yes. It's one of the things I love about the program. I think it's a good thing. Yes, yes, absolutely. So here we go. In verses one and two, you have the enemies who trample an attack. Mm-hmm. That's that brings to mind. And I know there's some a little translational question about that word trample, but trample isn't is an appropriate translation. We have them doing something which is done with feet. They're trampling. Mm. Then in verse 13, God's upholding David so he may walk. So they trample him, yeah. but he doesn't topple. He doesn't fall down, which is what happens typically when people trample. So I see like a here here's what the enemies falling. attack, here's what God does. In verse 3, David responds to fear with trust in God. In verse 12, David responds to deliverance with offerings and thanksgiving. In verse 4, David trusts God, praises God's word, what can flesh do to me? In verses 10 and 11, David trusts God, he praises God and his word, what can man do to me? That was the reason that, those were the verses that caused me to start looking at this. Verse 5, enemies are against David. In verse 9, God is for David. In verse 6, the enemies keep track of David's steps and life. In verse 8, God keeps track of David's tossings and tears, which puts Mm. a smack in the middle. Will the enemies escape? Verse 7. No, God casts them down. 
mm-hmm. which if, if this chiastic structure here, if we're really seeing that, the reason for that kind of inverted parallelism is actually to emphasize the point right. of the spear, mm-hmm. which if you go to the show notes and you actually look at it, it's, it's typed up that way so you can see the point of the spear. And the point of the spear is, are these guys going to get away with this? Yeah. And the answer is, no, they are not. The enemies of God's people will not get away with it. And he, what we know mm-hmm. in Jesus Christ is that one of two things is going to happen. The enemies are either seeing God's work in our lives and seeing God's work through Jesus Christ. Yes. They're going to submit and they're going to give allegiance to Jesus and they will be reconciled just as we have yeah. been so that they are no longer enemies. He conquers his enemies by making them friends, by making them his people, his by, body. By saving and delivering yes. and forgiving and drawing them in. Or, or if they continue as enemies, then we realize that our King Jesus is going to defeat them and is going to cast them down, as First, First and Second Thessalonians both talk about. He is going to come, and he will come in flaming fire and in yeah. vengeance, and those who refuse to know God, who refuse to love his truth and follow it, he is going to strike them down. They will not get away with this. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that we tend to think that it's... It's, it's just a terrible question to answer, but that's the central question David has in this psalm. Will they escape? Are they going to get away with this? Yeah. No. No, they're not. The enemies do not get away with it. Well, in, 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 in working through that process, boy, that question is something that just comes up with the believers again and again. Will the enemies get away with this? Uh, we'll, we'll get to some later psalms. I'm thinking particularly of Psalm 73 and uh, Asaph's psalms, one of the worship leaders, you know. And he looks at the might, excuse me, looks at the wicked and how they seem to prosper. And he says, boy, I almost slipped. I almost slipped until I remembered their end. Until I remembered the destruction. Yeah. If the Lord wills, mm-hmm. James taught us, Yes. we'll get to Psalm 73. And we'll talk about that. <laughs> Absolutely. How about today we go ahead and wrap up with a prayer? Our great God and Father, we thank you. And, and we want to repeat, Lord, uh, David's praise for you, how he trusts by trusting in your word, how he praises by praising you for your word. And uh, we're glad that we can study the word, that we have it so readily available to be able to look at some of the the wonderful um, processes by which the writing is done, things like chiastic structure and the parallelism and all these things that helps us appreciate, Father, the great care that was taken in communicating your truth to us. It blesses us. Particularly, Father, we can relate to the question because there's times that we wonder, wonder, will the enemies escape? Will the enemies get away with it? And Father, our trust and confidence is built up in you that no, they will not. We thank you for Jesus Christ and his gospel that can take an enemy like me and, and make me a son, make me a child of God. Praise you, God, for this. And we know, Father, for those that will not submit to Christ, there is a judgment for those enemies as well. And we just pray, Father, that your will be done. But our desire is to see more and more of those enemies become sons through the gospel. Help us, Father, to share the good news with others. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. 
Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.